Masterpiece Audio Theatre proudly presents Empath, a variety show. Welcome to the madness! Welcome to Masterpiece Audio Theater, episode number 24. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the booth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys were expecting this episode yesterday, uh, and you didn't get an episode yesterday. And I told you I wouldn't have an episode Friday, and you're getting an episode Friday. <laughs> yeah, so, well, that plan worked out. Um... I didn't get an episode recorded last night. Uh, it's, it was written. It was all written, so no excuses there. However, um, I took today off. Today I took a stress day. Uh, work, kids, life, dogs, all just too much uh, going on. And I needed a day of just total non-responsibility. And that is today. And that started last night. So we took the kids to my mom and dad's house last night, dropped them off, and... Um, then went and picked up Vietnamese, picked up some nacho chips and some queso dip, and went over to our friends, Melanie and Craig's, and we played a really cool board game with them until, you know, 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the game, board game was called Seven Wonders, uh, and if you played Settlers of Catan, it's similar in that. Um, it's pretty cool, though. You pick a number between 1 and 11 at the beginning of the game and get a civilization. And depending on what civilization you get depends on what kind of game you're playing. So I, my, first, my first game, I had, I don't know, very, very non, non, I don't know, this civilization I didn't recognize. And I, I'm pretty, I consider myself a pretty good history buff. Um, I would think that these were probably uh, a civilization in Asia, because um, that's as far, you know, I know about the, the Genghis Khan and, and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, Greek history is where I start, uh, and in the, in the Middle East, that area. So this place, mm, trading routes and all that kind of stuff. But the end result being is I had to try and amass as much money as I could in that round. Uh, Sonia was playing beside me, and she had a war tile. She was... Um, what was she? I think she was an Egyptian civilization. And then Craig was a militant uh, civilization as well. I think, no, he was, no, he was Rome in the second one. Uh, in the first one, I can't remember exactly what he was. And then Melanie had another civilization. All four of us had completely different game strategies to play. You get three rounds of cards handed to you. You know, they're numbered one, two, and three. Um, and uh, you get, you know, there's leaders, and there's all of this stuff. You're trying to earn money. Uh, you're trying to get resources and all this kind of stuff to facilitate adding cards to your decks. And you got special things for doing special things just exclusively to your civilization. The second go-around, I had Babylon, the Tower of Babylon, and I had to focus on science, which, uh, ironically, the first game, I couldn't get anything but science cards, and I couldn't use any of them. And this game was like slim pickings on the science cards. And the frustrating part is it was the same decks, and they didn't change. But I just ended up, yeah, I have terrible luck with the games. But it was super fun, and I recommend it to anyone. Um, I think they said it was about $70 Canadian here in Canada. And then they had added two expansion packs, which were at 60 and 60 uh, But totally, 
worth it. It's, you know, one one two player might be a little difficult, might be a little uh, a little hard. I think you'd need like at least three or four players. But I tell you what, super fun, short, not really long like Settlers of Catan. Um, you only have three rounds of cards, so your game is restricted. And then at the end, you just count all the points that you were able to amass in your civilization, total them at the end, and you see who wins. And you honestly never know who's going to win. Like, you have a kind of good idea who's kicking butt, um, but the way the points add up because of your civilization and the way they, re they correspond with the chart that you're given... Um, I thought I was doing terribly with the science, and I ended up having six of a kind of these cogs, which gave me six squared for points, which was pretty cool, because I didn't get many other points anywhere else. <laughs> oh, so anyway, we came home and went straight to bed, and today is a lazy day. Like, I'm recording this at 2.03. Um, I've gone through the other scripts. Uh, well, sort of the... So what I did was I took the play... I think I said this already, and I broke it up over 31 days in sections, scene breaks, and then I was taking that, and that's how I was building the skeleton. That was the skeleton for the episodes that I would write. And I'm looking at them now, and I'm looking at the 27th, and I'm going, mm, maybe I should mash a couple of those together uh, and bring them together, because they're not written yet. And um, I don't want to go until you know the middle of September trying to complete this, and I know how much work it's going into to trying to, to make sure the script's good and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of fearful that, uh, that I'm going to have nights like this where you're getting one of these instead of those because I've written super late, as I did previously in I don't know, episode 22, I think. It was the last diary entry. Taking that phrase, thanks, Amelia, uh, Amy. Uh, I'm taking that phrase. This is a diary-style podcast from the Empat crew. So... Uh, today, today, like I said, lazy day recording this now. We're gearing up. Uh, we're going to get ready right after I'm done this. And we are going to go to the movie theater and see the first movie uh, we've seen in 22 months in theaters. <laughs> They're open now. We checked the schedule, and there's not going to be anybody there so far. You know, 4 o'clock on a Friday. And we're going to go see the, the, the new guy, the new Ryan new guy. Ryan Reynolds movie. I've heard that it's really funny, and uh, we're looking for some good, good light humor, and again, no responsibility. I can't tell you how relieving it is to not have to wake up in the morning and walk the dogs. Like, I woke up this morning, and I made tea, and I just sat there in silence and sipped my tea, and it was so good. Now I'm on my fourth cup of tea, and it's just excellent. Actually, in fact, I'm going to take a sip of this fine high-quality tea. Uh, this is Yorkshire Gold. Oh, that was the best sip. Isn't that right, ladies and gentlemen? That's what they say. The fifth or fourth, fourth or fifth cup of tea, that first sip. That's the best, the best sip. I'm a big fan of Yorkshire Gold Tea. I don't know if people have their own brands out there. Um, I had to stop drinking coffee two Novembers ago, and I've been drinking tea ever since. And Yorkshire Gold is an Irish blend, um, and I love it. I think it's uh, one of the nicest tasting teas. Uh, my mom's a really big fan of the... Um, Orange Pico, but uh, the brand name, the Nestle one, I believe. And that's okay, but I find it has a bitter aftertaste, uh, whereas I find that the Yorkshire Gold is just nice and smooth. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was a sidebar you didn't need to know. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess, going on from there this evening, uh, we're going to go out for dinner and come home, and uh, we're going to find a movie to watch. I got a whole list for the Halloween of Horror coming up. 
uh, with Jason Gregory Banks of the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast. Actually, now it's called the Nerds with Voices podcast, and that's going to be happening all the month of October. And uh, there's some great horror movies in there, and i got to start watching them so I can participate in the episodes. Yay! Um, yeah, and some cool ones there. So, uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff is what we're doing. And then tomorrow, another sort of lazy day by catch-up on housework and laundry and all that kind of stuff uh, before we go to my parents to pick up the kids and have a birthday supper for my sister. Uh, my younger sister, her birthday is actually today, and I have to give her a call yet to wish her a happy birthday. Um, yeah, so I hope everyone's doing well. I'm loving all your podcasts. I'm caught up to yesterday, but of course I haven't listened to anything today. I've just had, you know, quiet ocean music, to be honest. Uh, ocean music, ocean waves in the background. This is the one that Son recorded, but I found on Apple Music um, a whole just like relaxation section, and it is like... I don't know, 200 different oceans um, just going. So I just kind of put that on, sat my, sat, sipped my tea, and sat in that kind of silence and relaxed this morning. And I'm feeling great. So before I sign off and let you guys go, here's a question that came up that Son and I were talking about at 1 o'clock in the morning as we were uh, driving home from playing the game. You know, and I probably prompted because of the game Seven Wonders, but what or when was the best time to be alive as a human being. Like, when was the very best time? Because we were just discussing it, and we were like, well, you know, like, today's day and age, it's wondrous, and it's really cool, and, you know, you got lots of neat technology, but, I don't know, society, civilization seems to be going downhill recently. <laughs> There's an awful lot of tribalism going on, and a lot of anger, and, you know, that could be a symptom of being removed from actual human communication for so long with people. But we feel like, you know, we may have hit a peak somewhere else, and we're kind of on the decline. Um, but depending on how far you go back, you can always find something that wasn't great <laughs> about those times. So my question to the Dog Days listeners is, what time, when, when, what time? I don't know. You pick the preface of the Jeopardy, uh, who is, when was, uh, the best time to be alive, the best time to be a human in human civilization. And even where? Where was the best place to be, perhaps? You know, was it, was it a philosopher in Greece before their civil wars tore them apart? Or was it, uh, was it 1985 watching, uh, you know, oh, I don't, know if, I don't even know if Babysitter's, or not Babysitter's Club, if The Breakfast Club was in 1985 or 1986. But was it a teenager? Was it your teenage years? Was it just a time in your life that you felt time was perfect? I gotta tell you what, summers, when I was 12 years old, were awesome, like just super awesome. Um, and, you know, obviously I've had a lot of better things come up in my life, but, you know, if you look back to carefree, no responsibilities, just good time, 12 years old, riding your bike, hot summertime, going to get a Slurpee from the store, that's, that's pretty epic. Anyway, that's all I got for you guys this evening, today, this afternoon, however you want to do it, whenever you're listening, maybe in five days from now, who knows. Uh, but we're out of here, so from all of us here at Masterpiece Audio Theatre, we wish you a good evening and a good night.
You have been listening to Empath Studios' presentation of Masterpiece Audio Theater. This episode was performed by J.G. Langjans. This badass tune is played by Tony Whitford from Worth Guitars. If you're looking for a new guitar or custom build, check out Worth Guitars USA at worthguitarsusa.com. Or you can check them out on Facebook and Instagram. We can be found at nimlast.org, or you can email us at j at jglangjans.com. This podcast was released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 onboarded license. Thanks for joining us.